0: Life I remember asking the old rabbi, how can all these faiths in the world exist? I mean, doesn't one have to be right and all the other ones have to be wrong? Faith, I was really having so much trouble and feeling such a lot of pain about losing dad and also about, did I do everything I should have and could have for him? That was that kind of torment. Off I went to a spiritual medium. Spirituality. With a painful, cracking voice, he say, I'm scared. And I know you can kill me, but I have to tell you this. Jesus loved you, Nikki. Well, I surrender to his love. (laughs) More Than This with Sheridan Boise. You're listening to episode 53 of the More Than This podcast. Hello, Sheridan Boise. This is the one moment in the week where we just kind of look at the bigger things in life. There's got to be something more to life than this. I hope you are well. Hey, you know, when you're an author, as I am and you're doing media for your latest book, as I currently happen to be, it is always an honour to have a journalist or a broadcaster take time to craft really good questions that go well beyond the press release for the book. That's what I experienced from Amy boucher pie recently when uh, she was interviewing me for a magazine feature that she's writing up. I'm going to talk to you about uh, some of the questions she asked me in just a second, in particular one question... That did stump me for a bit. And the funny thing is, she got it from my very own book. (laughs) And the fact is, when you actually go through this process of answering this one question, it can bring great clarity to your life about what is most important. We'll get to that in just a sec. All right, before we do that, can I uh, just squeeze in a quick advertisement? He says, ruffling his papers here with the advertisement written on it. My brand new book, Resilient, is out. It came out this time last week. And I'm very excited about it, been doing a lot of media for it. It's basically a journey of 90 readings through the Sermon on the Mount, looking at this famous speech of Jesus and how it recalibrates our callings and our relationships and our spirituality and our choices, and how it ultimately leads to emotional, spiritual and relational strength, resilience, resilience. Now, the big thing is if you order the book in the next three days, it's just three days left on this particular special, you'll not only get the book, but you'll also get three free bonuses, including an e-copy of the study guide so you can use it with small groups and also a full digital edition of my previous book, Unseen Footprints which is actually a really good prequel to Resilient because Unseen Footprints looks at how we're all in a spiritual journey, shares a bit of my story about coming to faith in who Jesus is and whether there is a God or not and all of that kind of stuff. And then Resilient looks at how do you have a Jesus-shaped life going into this particular passage, this particular speech of his. So if you go to SheratonVoise.com Resilient, all you have to do is get the receipt of your purchase for Resilient and uh, submit it there, and you'll get those three free eBooks sent to you straight away. SheridanBoise.com slash Resilient. You can get the book Resilient anywhere on Amazon at Kurong Barnes and Noble, and just give me the receipt, no matter where the receipt comes from, and uh, those three eBooks will be yours. Hello, also, if you were at the Woman to Woman conference on the weekend, eighteen hundred women. Me as the only male speaker, (laughs) make of that what you will, we had a wonderful time. Wonderful group of other speakers as well, Sarah Bessie and a whole bunch of other people. It was a fantastic day and God did some wonderful things in people's lives, which just makes it so good. You know, there's nothing worse than actually going along to some sort of event and you speak there and people like it and they go away and... I don't know. Nothing really of major significance happened. Well, that's not what happened on Saturday. Some lot of lot of lives were uh, were really touched. If you haven't been to it yet, do book in to next year's event. Okay. So Amy Boucher Pie drops me an email and says, "How about we do a feature for you in the next Woman Alive magazine?" Now, what is it with all these women magazines and conferences, anyway? <laughs> and she's asked these great questions of me. She says, "What spiritual practices do you hold dear?" How do you let go of a broken dream? How do you personally, Sheridan, hear God's voice? I love those kinds of questions. But then Amy asked me something that really had me pause for thought for quite a while. In fact, it sent me to my journal for a few hours in the afternoon trying to answer it before I wrote it down and sent my answer back to her. And the funny thing is, this question actually she had drawn from Resilient itself. The question was this... If you were to write your life into a short story, what would it say? That was it. See, Resilient is made up of 90 readings, and at the end of each reading, there are two reflection questions to help you kind of process the content. Now, while I have done a lot of them, I have to be honest and say I have not answered personally all 180 questions that I have written into the Resilient book. Funnily enough, I had done this one before. I'd actually started to think through what would my life look like in a short story? Just one paragraph. And yet when I went into my journals to go and find out where I had written something, I couldn't find it. I went back years, could not find it. So after Amy asked that again, I sat down and I did the exercise one more time. What I found really interesting about this exercise, trying to condense your life into a short story, was it made me think about what is most important. What is really, really, really important? What are the most important values that you can live by? Made me question, again, my ultimate sense of meaning and where I find that from. Made me question the gifts that I have. And it also got me thinking about the current path that I'm on and where that's taking me. Now, one more thing that it did for me. It revealed my ideal self. (laughs) As I was writing this story... I tell you what, my ideal Sheridan, that super Sheridan that's in the back of my mind all the time, he wanted to pop up and say, here's what the story should say. Here's how how glorious your life is going to be. Here's all the things that it should be including. You know, you and I, we both have the ideal self in the back. And I think the ideal self has been shaped by the movies we've watched and the heroes that we've had, the people that we've wanted to emulate, the big dreams that we've wanted to achieve with our lives. It's wonderful to have goals and dreams and things we want to aspire to accomplish before we die. That's absolutely fine. But the super self, the ideal self, normally, normally they never actually appear in the course of our lives. So here's what I did. I wrote two stories and I gave both to Amy because remember, this is going into a magazine article. So this wasn't just something for my journal. This was something that was going to go public. And I thought, well, I'm just going to be vulnerable here. I'm going to. Write a story that I would like to come true, that I would like to be the answer to that question of how my life would look like if it was written into a short story. And then I'm going to write another one, which I think is probably more closer to the truth. So I'm going to read both to you now. And I hope that they inspire you a little bit to go and just spend a couple of hours prayerfully sitting down somewhere in a coffee shop, in your lounge room, in your bedroom, whatever it might be, somewhere quiet, out in a park. And journaling in just one to two paragraphs what your life story would be, if written in a very short story. One paragraph, no more than two. How would it read? Here is version one. This is what I'd like my story to say. It goes like this. The once shy boy with blonde hair and few friends grew up to become a champion of faith, a beacon of light a font of insight, a humble success. When he spoke, heaven opened. When he wrote, angels wept. People hung on his every word. Wisdom flowed from his lips. Love emanated from his soul. Miracles fell from his fingertips. And every hardship he met, he faced with confidence and tenacity. Respected by many, loved by all, he died at peace, leaving a legacy of faith and writings that went on to inspire generations to come. Don't you just wait for the dramatic music and the big American voiceover? It really does read like some sort of trailer for a Hollywood epic, right? That's what I'd love love. my life to end up being. But it's a bit self-congratulatory, don't you think? So here's my second story. Here's the one that I think is going to be close to reality. And it goes like this. The once shy boy, with blonde hair and few friends, survived the bullies, came to faith in Christ in his teens, and went on to play his small part in the story of God. He poured his heart and soul into whatever he did. His success was small, but valued. He loved God in a fumbling, faltering way. He loved others the same, never feeling like he'd quite done enough. In his 40s, he finally stopped worrying about what people thought, stopped fretting about gifts he didn't have, and learned to rest and play as well as he worked. By the end of his days, he'd seen some disappointments become victories and his little life become significant because of the cleverness of Jesus. He died flawed but faithful and loved by those who mattered most, trusting that the things he'd said and the words he'd written had opened some eyes to see the face of God. I would love to know what you come up with, whether it be the ideal version, or whether you think it would be the kind of real version. If you were to write your life into a short story, what would it say? Tell me at sheridanvoisey.com slash zero five three. And if you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you subscribe to more than this. Just go to iTunes or you can subscribe in Stitcher. And if you haven't too, please rate it and leave a comment on iTunes as well. That helps other people to find out about it. Don't forget the freebies for resilient. Sheridanvoise.com slash resilient. I'll talk to you in a week's time. Bye bye.